everybody. Welcome to the Haunted Hangover Podcast. I'm Louie, and as always, I'm here with my buddy Dave. Hey. And today we have a third co-host on the show, my sister, Sam. Hello, everyone. You know, Sam uh, helps me with producing some of the Haunted Hangover videos, specifically the Cocktail Cauldron episodes, where she creates spooky cocktails and basically creates drinks for any holidays coming up. Sammy, how, you know, how's it feel to be on the podcast finally? I'm excited. We normally have pretty good banter, so this is a treat for me. So, you know, since you're, you're, you're kind of technically like the, the, the official third host of the podcast, you'll be jumping on from time to time. And I think a good way to introduce yourself is to explain kind of why you love Halloween as well. Because, you know, Dave and I, we've gone into it in our very first episode. We explained why we love Halloween and why it's so important to us. So I'm going to let you start today by going into why you love Halloween so much. Okay, so besides the obvious reason to love Halloween, which is all the pumpkin-flavored goodies and the obscene amount of candy that you receive as a child, I obviously, um, well, you guys know me well. I love making costumes. I mean, that kind of just spills into what we're talking about today. But the reason I love Halloween the most is because of being born kind of into it. Um, Our mother, me and Louie's mother, her birthday is the day before Halloween. So growing up, she threw some pretty badass parties uh, alongside my grandmother. And we kind of just became obsessed with it in a sense because of them. So big thanks to them for blessing us with such a kick-ass childhood. It's funny that you mentioned that party because uh, that was like our first episode. I actually told Dave about that party. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was this. Besides the fact that our grandmother just like threw a party every weekend, Halloween parties were like the thing that we'd anticipate the most. So definitely that also having a big brother who just really liked horror movies kind of fed the um, the you know, obsession, so to speak. But that'd be the main reason is our mom, for sure. She still does. She still loves Halloween a lot. And she still dresses up and still tries to, like, you know, do things with us, whether it's haunted houses or parties or any all those things. Last year, I had a Halloween party and our mom came and hung out and drank and danced and all that stuff. Dave was there, too. Right, Dave? (laughs) She's she's keeping it alive. I was there. Yeah. So uh, today on the show, the the main topic is going to be Halloween costumes and just we're each going to kind of share a specific costume in our life that we loved and why, you know, and and kind of give a backstory as to why we decided to choose that costume. And um, I don't know if a lot of people know why costumes are so important during Halloween, Um, But I'll give a little brief uh, history. You know, Halloween itself is like a Celtic festival. Uh, Most people pronounce it Samhain, but I believe it's right. Dave, it's pronounced Samhain or Samhain. Samhain. Yeah, Samhain. So it's a a Celtic festival and people wore masks and and costumes to kind of ward off ghosts and spirits. And they kind of thought if they left their house at night that wearing these costumes, they would kind of blend in with like the ghost or they wouldn't like recognize them. It has an interesting history, the whole costume thing here and, you know, in America. And, you know, I, I believe Halloween blew up in like the 50s or 60s is really where here in America kind of became a thing like that. We know it today, like with candy and pumpkins and all that stuff. And I just always found it interesting that like dressing up as a monster was so important. 
even though nowadays I don't think people dressed up as uh, scary characters. It's kind of like sexy nurses or it's kind of like sexy versions of of monsters. Yeah, sexy roll of toilet paper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's really dumb. It, it, it's kind it's kind of evolved over time where it's more kind of like a comedy thing. People dress up as like toothbrushes, hot dogs, like Sammy said, toilet paper, which I'm sure we'll see a lot of this year <laughs> <laughs> because of what's going on. Oh man. But you're right. I <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Exactly. But between the three of us, I know we each have, have uh, dressed up or enjoy dressing up as, you know, horror or scary type of characters. Great Halloween parties begin at Walgreens. Candy, party decorations, masks, costumes, makeup. Everything you need for Halloween fun now at Walgreens. So I thought I'd start... Uh, by picking one of my favorite costumes I ever put together. The, my, this specific costume f- was from when I was 12. So I'm, I'm, I'm going back almost uh, 20 years at this point. <laughs> so this was the mid-90s. And at a certain age, I, I wanted to always dress up as something scary. And, and Sam, my sister, she also, I remember this specific year, it might have been either this year or the year before, was also dressed up as like a little vampire or something. I don't even know if you remember because there is a little bit of an age gap between us. Oh, I remember. And the year prior to this, which I forget the year, it might have been 97, 98, I dressed up as Michael Myers. So being a creative kid in person... I wanted to change it up and kind of dress up as something original, not as like a, a, a licensed or like a, a, an existing character. And for some reason, I thought that dressing up as like an evil killer scarecrow with a pumpkin head was like a good idea. Louis, let me ask you a question. Are you sure you didn't go as Mikhail Myers? Yes, that's not that's not Michael. That's, Mi- that's Mikael Myers. That's like Grandma Myers. Mikhail Myers. was Mikhail Myers with that nice hair, right? The- <laughs> uh, if no one knows what we're talking about, there's like a, it's a meme, right? Or a TikTok video or something like that. It's like an Instagram video. It was, it was a video on Instagram. Oh, I know. Now I know what you're talking about. He says, oh, you look like Mikhail Myers, right? <laughs> Like the kid comes up to his mom, like the kid goes up to his mom and he's like trying to act all hard and, and you know, scary. And his yeah, mom I mean, just starts laughing at him. And she's like, you don't, you don't look like Michael Myers. You look more like yes. Mikhail Myers. Look at yes. that hair. And the kid gets so upset. He's just like sulks down. And he's like really he's upset crushed. about everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, so luckily my Michael Myers costume, I had the actual Michael Myers rubber mask the year before this scarecrow costume. So like I was saying, I wanted to be, you know, I wanted something original that I created. So around the time Goosebumps was obviously very popular and that book and episode, I think I believe it's called Scarecrow Walks at Midnight. Yeah. Was released or really popular that that year. And that same year, I think was the first time I had seen the film Scarecrows from 1988. Beware of a scarecrow. Kill it. Or become it. Scarecrows. The stuff nightmares are made of. I don't know if Dave, are you familiar with that movie? Yeah, it's a good one. It's like that's like with like the um they're like a sw- I don't want to say they're a SWAT team, yeah. but they're like dressed up like SWAT team members, right? And they go to like that farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I think they steal some money. They, they, Sammy, I don't think you've ever heard of this movie, but they basically these guys steal some money. Yeah, and 
they end up at like a farm in a farmhouse and all the scarecrows at that farm come to life and start killing them basically it's 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 worth the watch yeah it's good yeah it's a very good movie oh now i have i have all the time in the world so there's no reason i can't watch it now i i think around this time i had just seen this movie i'm about 12 years old so like my love of horror films was like full force i was always renting movies and i think i saw this i think i saw scarecrows on channel 9 upn (laughs) that goes to show you how long ago this was Again, I just thought the idea of a killer scarecrow costume was awesome. So I, I remember telling our mom uh, to take a, to take me, and I th- I'm sure Sammy, I'm sure you were there too, Sam, Yeah. Uh, to Party City so I could buy a scary, you know, rubber mask. And keep in mind, at this age, I was obsessed with masks because I, I thought they were like the most legit things you could wear during Halloween. I know Dave and I covered our love for rubber mask two, ep- two or three episodes ago, and um I really, really wanted just to get a scary, like, pumpkin jack-o'-lantern type mask. So, you know, I go to Party City. So when we get there, I ended up finding this. It's basically just like a big pumpkin head with, like, a hood. Kind of like the Scream mask. It has, like, one of those, like, hoods behind it where it's kind of attached to the mask. Oh, my gosh, I remember that. And it had these uh, green eyes that if you place two AA batteries into it, the eyes light up sick it was awesome the sad thing is i no longer have that mask i don't know what happened to it but it was a it was a really cool mask and the funny thing was i was a kid so this mask fit me it was huge on me it didn't it didn't properly fit me i could barely see through it and still decided that it was i wanted to dress up as this scary scarecrow pumpkin guy so i remember also buying a sickle because scarecrows farms a sickle that kind of goes together, you know, children of the corn and all that stuff mm-hmm. kind of just it makes works. sense. Exactly. So the funny thing about this costume was I didn't really know what I was going to wear. Like our mother was like, okay, I'll take you to party city. <laughs> you can get the mask, but there was no like killer scarecrow costume. So I kind of just had to create it myself. So what I ended up doing was I had this really ugly, I don't even think it was mine. I don't know whose it was. I don't, I don't know if my sister remembers or not, but it was a yellow flannel, a yellow. It was so ugly. I would have never, like even today, I love flannel shirts. I would have never worn it. Just the color was horrible. And I found this like old fabric vest that I think was from either an old costume of mine or my mother's because my mother used to. She used to like make Samantha at Sam and I's our costumes. And so we always had leftover pieces. And I remember grabbing this brown like little vest and painting on it to get it all dirty and all that stuff. And I, I, I think it might have been from a pirate costume. But again, it gets a little fuzzy where it came from. And here's the funny part now. For some reason, I decided to wear a pair of um, turquoise Columbia waterproof pants. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I ha- I think I had a full like raincoat, like jumpsuit type of outfit, and it was turquoise. Oh, it it was it. The, if it was the nineties, I mean, it was tight. It was good. It looked cool. The whole suit when you wore it together. But I don't know why I decided to wear <laughs> wear these like rubber pants with yeah with this costume. I, and the colors were kind of all over the place, but it worked. Yellow, turquoise. You know, I'm I'm a scarecrow. I'm supposed to be this creepy, scary scarecrow. And I also ended up tying up some uh, some ropes around my wrist 
No gloves, though, which I found interesting. I don't know why I never thought like, hey, I should wear like some like just black gloves. I, gloves. I didn't have any gloves on. And the other funny thing is I, I don't know why. I, and I think our mother was like, why don't you like tie corn, like corn or hay or something on you? And I just didn't want to. I thought that that was kind of dumb. <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> now I bet now I bet you would have done it. Yeah. And honestly, like this costume was it always stood out to me. I don't know why. I always just loved the way it looked. And I always told myself, like, if I ever decide to make like a, a movie myself again, like a horror film and I want it to like, like a slasher type film, I could have this ki- like this killer I created basically in a future movie. And it just it was a great costume. I loved it. And, and I have all these pictures. I remember that day specifically we went to uh, the Queens Botanical Gardens and they have this like annual Halloween event. It's kind of watered down now, but uh, they had this little short little like haunted trail. It was during the day, obviously, so it couldn't be that scary. And I remember there being like a headless horseman guy there holding a jack-o'-lantern. And I just kind of got a kick. Like I wanted to take a picture with him. I got a kick out of that. I was like, look, we both have pumpkins. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. That's my my killer pumpkin scarecrow co- like scarecrow uh, costume, and it just worked well. And it's one of my favorite ones I've ever worn. That I remember that costume so vividly, um, and I think I remember that that picture too. I don't know what it is that's standing out, but that event that they used to do at in Queens, we went like four years in a row. From what I they remember. Would do it, yeah, it was during the day, I remember, and they would just have like... They stopped doing it. I think they do it now, but it's it's like you're... Like, it's a little safer now. Like, yeah. I remember when we went, you were really young. You might have been like four or five, and I remember yeah. they had like... You stick your hand inside these boxes, and they'd have like... And it has like gooey and, things yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they I had remember you, that. Like, they had you like drawing little small pumpkins and, and all that stuff. But it was a great yeah. Halloween, and my costume was awesome. There's a there's a botanical garden over by us that um and and you've been to it um that's been doing a Halloween thing for like I mean since I was a kid and I you know I, which I, one is that it's it's Clark Gardens botanical uh, Clark Garden I don't it doesn't make sense Clark Gardens botanical gardens um oh but, that's perfect yeah but uh <laughs> yeah we went oh yeah I remember that yeah 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 but that's been going on since I was a kid so. And it's still going on. So, you know, it's it's stuff like that. I think will never actually die out, you know. Oh, yeah. Which is great. Yeah, that was a cool event. But what's funny about the botanical, the Queens Botanical Gardens is it's not as intense. It it wasn't intense in the 90s. Like in the 90s, it wasn't it wasn't like a haunted house or anything like that. But they still had like a little haunted trail and Mm -hmm. stuff for kids. Now I feel like it's just kind of like they have kids paint pumpkins and get candy, mm-hmm. wear their costumes, and then kick everybody out. So <laughs> things change over time. So doing this, trying to come up with a costume, just one costume that I really liked is extremely hard for me. Besides Halloween, I usually have like another costume for a costume party within the same month, and then another costume for Comic-Con, which is the first weekend of every October. So that's three costumes in one month. It's really like 
a shitload that I couldn't even keep track of. I had to go through all my pictures to try and come up with one. So the one that I came up with, even though I have some really amazing, amazing memories as a child, the one that I kind of enjoyed the most and I associate with a good Halloween was my costume. I think it was like 2015, if I'm correct, uh, for the Countess, 2016, the Countess from American Horror Story Hotel. So I am a humongous Lady Gaga fan, like obsessed with her. And I actually met her within that same year. So it was a really, really good year for me. And the reason that I chose to do um, The Countess was because I made the very bittersweet decision prior to that to bleach my entire head, platinum <laughs> I had a bad breakup and I was like, screw it, I'm gonna bleach my hair and I'm a new woman, which is total bullshit, that's not a real thing. Um, so. It was, it was bittersweet because I, I did like being blonde, but it was terrible for my hair. Sorry, I'm not going to make this about my hair. But um, right before Halloween, I already made the conscious decision that I had to go back to my natural hair color because my hair was falling out in chunks from all the damage I did to it. And I had one thing planned. like That, that Halloween, I said to myself, I want to dress up as Elvira. That's like a character I've always wanted to do and this is my time to do it. And then I was like, wait a minute, if I'm gonna dye my hair back to brown, let me just get like one last hurrah with my bleached blonde hair. And that's kind of how I decided to dress up as the Countess. It was also on TV hotel at the time. So I was just like living, living my extreme Lady Gaga um, fantasy, so to speak. So I just kind of, went to one of those, I don't know what to call them, but those are little kind of hood uh, dress stores, like a rainbow shop. Remember rainbow? <laughs> I don't know what it is. So I went to a rainbow shop. I found like a really sexy black dress. I cut out some shoulder pads from an old jacket that I didn't want anymore and I stuffed them in the shoulders. I took an old scarf and I sewed it into one sleeve. I rummaged together all of my jewelry and put it on. And I went to town to make the glove. Cause I feel like the glove um, in, the, you know, American Horror Story Hotel is so iconic. I mean, that's literally the tool she uses to kill everybody. So I wanted to put most of the focus on that. And again, I got a simple like white glove that I found a silk one and I went crazy. I got those really tacky um, plastic witch uh, fingernails that you can find like in the pharmacy. You know what I'm talking about? They kind of look like rings. Yeah. And you stick them on your actual fingers. <laughs> so I grabbed those and I covered them in tinfoil and then I bedazzled them with a bedazzler. <laughs> and I like sewed and hot glued them onto the glove. And I just, I spent probably like three, I, I, I still have it. I spent probably three hours just stoning this glove. So I know what the drag queens go through, shit is hard. And that was only one glove, guys. <laughs> so I went to town with that. I, I kind of just referenced some pictures from some stills from the actual um, season. And I don't know, I'm sure both of you have watched it or at least are familiar with it. I, I, I know what you're talking about. 
Yeah, I think I watched the like, half of the season. Yeah, some is of the she co- a vampire. She's a vampire. Right? She's a That's vampire, the vampire right? season. Yeah. Some of the costumes on that show. Just the other day, I was bored and just kind of like watching some old behind- BTS for it. Some of the costumes on that show are absolutely gorgeous. So um, I just wanted to like get inspiration from it. Styled my my last hurrah with my blonde hair, did my makeup, and like it really visually is probably not the best thing I I have ever done for Halloween I'm, or in general for costumes. I definitely have done uh, visually more like intricate ones, more time consuming ones, but I just associate that with such a good time. I mean, that Halloween when we weren't sure what we were gonna do, right? Uh, like 20 of us ended up like pulling through and showing up to a bar and you know all the pictures that i have from that i mean that was just like an incredible halloween for me and i absolutely love that costume and i got so many compliments on it and you know it feels good to have your hard work recognized so i definitely think that that was a hit for me yeah it's a the cool thing about that is i don't know if it was the year before the year after i went to halloween horror nights and they had a hotel like haunted house and I remember seeing like they had a girl dressed up as like that character and it looked really good too. It looked almost like your costume, I remember specifically. So you did put a lot of detail. I was so jealous when you went to <laughs> Halloween Horror Nights that year because I hadn't even, I had never even been told recently. And when you told me about that, I was, I was, I was hating. But <laughs> yeah, I really, um, I liked it a lot. It was a lot of fun. There's, there, she has like six costume changes per episode. So it's really hard to just kind of, pick one that's going to be iconic. So I just kind of did what I could with it. I mean, it, it came out really good. It was a good year. Was it inspired by one of the specific looks? I remember the. I remember when you, we hung out that night, a bunch of us, but I don't remember if it was a specific yeah. look. Was it like her generic look or was it like, you know what I mean? Like her basic. No. So I think I, that's what I was going to say. I think that like the hair and like the makeup and stuff that I did was coming from the promo. So if you know American Horror Story, usually they put out like this really, really short like snippet um, as a, you know, a promo for the show. It's it's just like a teaser. And it was basically Lady Gaga standing on top of, or her character, the Countess, standing on top of like a fountain of blood or something like that. And she was like sexy dancing and Du Hast was playing in the background. And I was like, oh, uh, you know, that, that, that specific <laughs> snippet which you can even find on youtube now like it's it's still up there you do like uh the teasers um that was where i got the hair and makeup and everything else was just kind of like me being creative and coming up with something that's a little bit of everything it's the way to do it yeah you know do my best i was gonna add something um do you remember the family values tour uh yeah with like limp biscuit corn and ice cube and ramstein it was like cor- <laughs> yeah corn corn limp biscuit uh ramstein I, like because Oh, like what? Like when you said that, it just reminded me of that because you said Rammstein and Duhas, and I'm like, when we saw Rammstein, they had it. The, the singer, like I, I'm not really a fan, but the singer just yeah. pulled out like a giant dildo that was like that was that was attached to a hose, <laughs> and it was just spraying everybody in the crowd with like with like water. <laughs> I, I just remember being immature kids and like thinking it was the, like the funniest thing. That is amazing. So I just wanted to throw my Rammstein memory in there. That's like Rammstein's thing. Rammstein's so always good. like everything is like giant dicks and dildos and liquids shooting everywhere. If you, <laughs> if you watch any of their like stuff on YouTube, that's basically what they do. They've been doing that for like that's 20 amazing. years now at this point. Oh, family values, rest in peace. 
is for sure, no one's getting any sleep the night of the Slumber Party Massacre. Close your eyes for a second and sleep forever. So my favorite costume memory is I had gone as a character from a slasher film called Slumber Party Massacre. And I went as the iconic Russ Thorne. Uh, if you have, if you don't know who Russ Thorne is, I would recommend looking him up, and I would recommend watching the movie because it's great. So I want to say it was 2010, and I had decided. I, I think I was watching the movie like quite a like quite a bit, like at least like once or twice like a month because I just really liked that movie. And I was like, I was looking at his costume, and I, I like his character to begin with. Like it's just such a. It's like in the movie, he's just such a like a different. It's a bizarre slasher. Would you agree with me on that? Oh, he's 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 weird because he he always has like this like weird expression on his face, and he always looks sweaty, <laughs> and he doesn't. He's very not. He's normal for like eighty standards, kind of. But I guess when you go into breaking down what he looks like, you can kind of see how like odd he looks. It's it's weird. Right. I get what you're saying though, Dave. Yeah, and 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 spoiler alert, he just shows up at him. like he like there's no rhyme or reason to his character, which I would just, I would say probably puts a lot of people would put a lot of people off. It didn't put me off. I just thought it was more interesting. So oh yeah, you know I looked at his I'm I'm looking at his whole getup and I'm like, I want to dress up like this guy for Halloween. So I had planned this all. Uh, during the Halloween of 2010. So, it, you know, it was a fairly easy thing to put together. It's pretty minimal. It's just a, a, a denim jacket, a red T-shirt, like blue jeans and like boots. You know, that's pretty easy to put together. And so he wields around a giant drill. And, you know, where are you going to get a giant drill? Luckily, I work for a municipality that has a giant tool shed. <laughs> So I was able to borrow pretty much the same exact drill that he uses in the movie. <laughs> so I was pretty damn excited when I was like, I just put together this costume and it looked just like him. So, you know, so now I have this whole thing put together and uh, a good, a good coworker, a good friend, coworker of mine, his uh, father-in-law used to have this giant uh, haunt display, like, I, want, I don't want to call it a haunted house, but it was this giant display. He had things rigged up, you know, like guillotines going and fog. And every Halloween, they shut his block down. And uh, we get to basically people go to his house just to be there on Halloween. It, it, it really is awesome. I definitely have pictures. I have to find them. So we would, you know, we were kind of actors in a haunt, if you will. So... You know, I, I, I get there, you know, and I, I have my drill and, you know, people are coming and, you know, I, I'm walking around with the drill, just kind of like looking at people weird because like Russ Thorne's character is not like, you know, like saying weird, you know, well, he does say something weird, but like not yelling and screaming at people. So I remember I'm walking around and I overhear these people are like, what the fuck is he supposed to be? He's carrying <laughs> he's carrying a drill. <laughs> exactly. And I just started. <laughs> I was going to ask you that because I feel like not a lot of people would, not everybody would know. I'm sure. Not one person. It's a deep, it's a deep cut costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not one person knew who I was. So it was a good Halloween. 
the haunt that my friend's father-in-law used to put on was really, really fucking cool. I don't think he does it anymore. You know, and it's just unfortunate that people that really do know the movie, like I wasn't around people that, you know, knew this deep cut. So <laughs> it, you know, in that sense, it was kind of a bummer. But I remember texting our friend Emily and I was like, yo, I'm dressed up as Russ Thorne right now. And not not one person that is here knows who the hell I am. And she was just like, dude, I was like, yeah. And I was like, yo, I nailed this costume. So <laughs> they're like, who's this psycho holding a drill? That's <laughs> what they were yeah, saying. You know, so it, yeah. it, it's, uh, you know, I, I, it's, and it's funny too, because I still think about that costume and I always tell people, like, it will come up in conversation, like, yo, I killed the Russ Thorne costume. And I'll, I, I have pictures of it. I always show people. So that was definitely my favorite costume I've put together. And Sam, I, I could relate to like, like, making it and using what you can from like a store but also using what you have at your house because i think it that's makes like, such a difference yeah it's part of the charm too of putting together a costume absolutely you know absolutely because like all the like like all these cosplayers and, I, and i'm not put i'm not like this is no shade at cosplayers but i mean you could literally just go buy an exact costume of something and just play it off like you did it. But, you know, like, there's no fun in that. You just, you need to put it together yourself. So, you know, super proud of that costume. And if anyone hasn't seen Slumber Party Massacre 2, that's always been on my agenda to dress up as. So, but that one's definitely a way more involved. And I know Louie could, uh, could definitely put some, could definitely agree with me on that, that that costume is much harder to do. But I have faith that I can do it. Honestly, the, the, the... <laughs> The killer in part two, his the actual clothes aren't that bad. You could probably find those or, or something close to it. It's the guitar. It's his drill, drill guitar. That's hard yeah. to find. <laughs> I'm sure there's like a replica out there, but it's probably very expensive. But going back to the original um, Slumber Party Massacre, Russ Thorne. So the thing with him is he doesn't have like he's, he's not wearing a mask. He's not like, you know, people think Jason Michael Myers, even some other like uh, like My Bloody Valentine or The Prowler, even they kind of have like the signature mask costume, and Russ Thorne just looks like a dude wearing like a, a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's basically what he's wearing. It's so ordinary. Yeah. He's such an ordinary guy. He's just a guy. And I, that was always interesting to me. So you know, I, I, I was like, he is a strange. He is like when you watch the movie, he is unique looking and very very like just strange like his eyes bug-eyed i think he's got like grayish hair right if i remember correctly yeah and he's got like yeah. i wasn't gray in my hair <laughs> you didn't want to oh that was the only thing you didn't want to pull no. the trigger on was spraying your hair gray that's where you draw the line cover me in blood but i don't need the spray paint in the hair i did have blood because there, there's uh like i did put blood like exactly where he had it in the movie i really like if you're serious like i would totally make that guitar for you it, it's it's an ambitious thing to take on i will totally make <laughs> it i like a challenge well i i i might have to i might have to put you up to that challenge because uh i would yeah man I, uh, look, it could be look, done look, like how you were saying you you know like lady gaga that's your that's your woman right there the the dude yeah. from slumber <laughs> party massacre 2 is like <laughs> i would love to just walk around and, and how he does with the fringe, yes. with the fringe yes. jacket. Oh my gosh! Yeah, no, that's 
I don't blame you. It's funny because Slumber Party Massacre 3, no one talks about that killer in that movie. No one even remembers. But part one and part two are so memorable. Oh, they're great. And you know, it's funny. This popped up in a conversation recently that it might have been between you, me, Chris, and Tom, uh, Louie. We were talking about, so there's a girl band in Slumber Party Massacre 2. And they're like this shoegaze rock like thing. And it's so relevant to the sound, like a lot of the indie music that's coming out today. And the look, like like the, the way the people dress in that movie is like even more like, it's almost like time just kind of repeated itself. Because that movie came out, what, the late 80s? It's like almost teetering on early 90s, I want to say. I I think part two was 86 and part one was like 84, 85. So yeah, it was like literally the mid 80s. I thought thought part two was later. Either way, I just kind of thought it was funny. Honestly, I think the first um, Slumber Party Massacre might be like 82, 83. It's like right after the first Friday the 13th came out, like the second one. So it was like right in that first wave of uh, slasher films because I think it was supposed to originally be like a parody of those movies that were so popular at the time. Yeah, they were trying to, they were trying, because it was direct, it was directed by, uh, it was a female director and they were trying to kind of, um, I'm not sure if satire is the right word, but like it was almost like a play on yeah like like the typical slasher like how like how women are like defenseless and you know and like a typical slasher film where women are kind of defenseless and always get killed off and like there's like a lot of like interesting symbolic you know things in the film it's a great movie so so yeah slumber party massacre that was uh that was the film that gave me uh inspiration to to dress up as russ thorn so i'm definitely doing that again by the way so look out look out because this halloween toys r us is your halloween headquarters you'll find every trick or treat under the moon a monstrous selection of costumes and a dungeon full of decorations at prices so low you'll howl so this halloween bring the entire family to toys r us for a halloween selection so huge it's scary. <laughs> now, can I say something so bold? Because as I mentioned before, we trying to choose one was very hard. Do you guys have a runner up? Uh, I would probably have to say my runner up would be trying to dress up as Freddy Krueger for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I like you said trying. Because I, I specifically remember they used to sell this like kit that you could buy at like most, you know, costume shops, Party City and stuff like that, too. Um, and what it was was basically just Freddy Krueger's brow. I don't know if Dave remembers this, but just the brow, just his brow. Like it protrudes like the fro, like the forehead. It was like a prosthetic. Yeah. That you would like glue to your face. And I remember, I think I was maybe 14 at the time or 13. And I really wanted to, you know, I wanted to be Freddy for Halloween. And the actual piece, I had mom glue it on my face and paint my face and do all that and try to blend it, which it didn't really work out because the, the kit itself sucked. But <laughs> the piece itself was not made for someone my age. You know, it was obviously way too big it was and a giant nose and it looked kind of, it looked kind of like kind of uh, cartoony. 
And I think even it's like now you walk into any store and you can find Freddie's sweater. And I remember then you couldn't. It was a little harder to find. And they sold this really shitty, crappy, like fabric version. It wasn't even really a sweater. Was that like nylon thin, material? Like polyester, that they used to make, like, shiny. Cheap, yeah, polyester. Yeah. yeah, that just was orange and and green. Not orange, red and green. I mean, and. You know, I think I had the like glove, the cheap glove, but you know. That's it. That listen, that cheap is okay. Cheap is okay. Doesn't need to be movie theater quality every <laughs> single time. Yeah, that would probably be that would be my that would be my runner up, uh, my attempt at being Freddy. What about you, Dave? Oh, mine is Horace Pinker from Shocker. Oh yeah, I got to see that. I've uh, I've I've used that costume twice, and uh, I had bought like a prison jumpsuit. Like, you know, like one of those, you know, generic things you could buy at any costume store. And I bought a stencil and I bought like fabric paint and I stenciled the whole because he has like a checkered, like a black and white checkered uh, pattern on the front of his uh, prison jumpsuit. So so this was during the hurricane of 2012. So we have no power in the house and I'm I'm in my room have i have the jumpsuit laid over my bed and i'm i'm painting this with no nope no electricity no lights and uh yeah that halloween that was, that was my costume and uh i was super proud of it i still have it i still have the jumpsuit because i wore it to your halloween party last year yeah you did a good job with that it looked just it looked just like the one in the movie <laughs> yeah stenciled his number on and everything sammy what about you what's your uh, runner-up okay <laughs> let me think um so also, a more recent one, it was a Halloween where I had two costumes again. I think the Halloween day, I dressed up as Joyce Myers from Stranger Things, which was a really good one. But Louis, you had had a party that Halloween. Do you remember what I dressed up as? I don't really remember. I was there. I was there, but I don't remember see. I don't remember seeing Sam there, but I I was there. So I dressed up as Carrie, but I wasn't just like prom dress covered in blood. A uh, few years ago, I watched an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and one of the drag queens wore this ridiculously intricate, over the top kind of headpiece that was a floating bucket with blood coming out of it. And it was like bright and colorful and bedazzled. And he just walked down the runway with this giant buck, like bucket in midair. It was probably like two feet above his head. I kid you not. And I was like, oh, that'd be really cool to make. But like, let's be real. There's no chance in hell that like, I'm gonna be able to do that. Completely forgot about it. But for this party, I decided to see what I can do, get a little creative. And it came out so good. I just bought um, the dress from like, it was like on sale. It was like a size extra large, <laughs> but it was just a white dress covered in uh, blood. And I, I kind of just cinched it. I just because the headpiece took me so long. So I was like, I'll just buy the dress. Um, but yeah, it came out really good. I ended up going to Michael's to see what can inspire me to put it together. And in the sales section of Michael's for like $2, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's essentially like a standing like ornament hanger. So it's a circle base with like a little hook coming up and you just stick an ornament on it. I don't know why anybody would want one single ornament just chilling as a centerpiece in the their kitchen. It seems kind of odd, but I took that and I kind of used that as a base for putting this bucket on it. 
wrapped it in fabric, put some glitter and stuff on it. It looked really, really good. That has to be a good, a good second though. Yeah, I, I remember that one. That looked really that that looked really cool. That was like really unique. You look like you were you you look like you were ready to go to like a big fancy like Halloween party that year. <laughs> I wish I would have saw it. Oh my gosh, Dave! I I'll show, I'll show you pictures. It was really good and. And everybody's like, are you gonna take it off? You're gonna take it off eventually because it's heavy. Because it was an actual bucket for like planting on top of my head, like a garden bucket. Um, I kept it on for like four hours. I couldn't believe it. Gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, oh yeah, for the craft, man, for the craft. What strange creatures are lurking in the night? Oh, skull face, mummy face too. Oh, ghoul face. What a frightful sight. Yes, Mom, this Halloween, your kids can have fun creating their own scary disguise with kooky spooks makeup. They just smear it on. When the makeup dries, it cracks to make them look really old and ghoulish. Add in the sheet and the costume is complete. Kooky spooks makeup kits. Six frightening disguises to choose from. <laughs> All right, guys, so that's some of our costume memories. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Haunted Hangover. And if you could kindly rate and review us, that would be greatly appreciated. And remember, the best cure for a hangover is... More booze! Later, guys.